0: I don't know who you are, but welcome to the Irish Photography Podcast. Sit back, relax, and listen about cameras, gear, settings, stories, and all things photography. Join Dermot and Darren on Ireland's Best Photography Podcast. Let's go. And you're very welcome to episode 100 of the Irish Photography Podcast. Yes, this is a monumental moment in Irish history, in world history. Put this down in your history record books, guys, because you'll be reading about this in 100 years' time. Yeah, this is absolutely amazing. It's some kind of feat that I thought I'd never, ever get to, thought we would never, ever get to. But you know what? We have met it. We've actually met it. And I was a bit worried over last week because we came on a special guest on Greg Snell's podcast. Something could have happened from 99 to 100, but no, it was all smooth sailing. But Darren Spoonley, uh, Darren Spoonley, how you keeping,
1: buddy? <laughs> After all this time, you still get tongue tied on my name, huh? Uh, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm great, bud. I'm great, actually. I really, really enjoyed the. Uh, as you mentioned a second ago, the chat that we had there with Craig, um, I enjoyed, I suppose, the last number of episodes as well that we've made, you know, building up to the 100. I mean, look, you know, we've been in isolation for a number of weeks now, so to be able to catch up with other people and see how they're getting on has been uh, phenomenal. And, uh, yeah, mm. I'm uh, looking forward to being able to get back out. I really, 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 really miss the landscape. <laughs> do you
0: know, I, I do myself. Um and I'm mad to get out. And I'm I, I'm tempted to break this five are we at five K or two K at the moment? I I don't know. I really don't know. Um do you know? We're recording
1: we're recording this on the bank holiday Monday, so we are in two K right now, but um from tomorrow Monday. onwards okay. we can go to five K. But you can't unless you can walk 5K. So you can't drive in your car and then go 5K. You can't drive 5K to go somewhere else. So uh, it's a tough one. Um, I will say actually one thing though, you know, I mean, look, you know, we have been mentioning about the whole aspect of being stuck indoors, not being able to get out. And I think the Irish citizens, to be fair, have done a phenomenal job of staying indoors, staying put. You know, it looks like we've seemed to have gotten on top of this uh, virus, but yeah, look, we're still in there, still going to be stuck in for a while, but yeah, I'm really, really missing it, so but are you, you're thinking of breaking the rules anyway, where are you thinking of going? Never. <laughs>
0: no, I, I wasn't tempted to break the rules, I just wanted to get out to the landscape, like, I, uh Castle Connell is quite close to where I live, and it's an absolutely beautiful piece of land, and in recent weeks, well, last two weeks, really, I've been, taking the dog for a walk along those uh, sections and I've found some gems there and something that I need to go back to and it is in the radius that I'm allowed to go to so yeah and the new Rhino Slider should be with me this week actually by the time this airs I should have it this day oh Oh my god it should be
1: here on the Friday Oh imagine what day that will be huh you get the 100 podcast going out and then you get a brand new piece of shiny oh yeah a new kid Yeah, right. Actually just one thing, right? you say there, you know about Castle Connell being close and stuff like that. Um I've lived where I'm living now at the moment for Jesus, nearly six years now at this stage. Mm. And I've gone around to different areas and I've taken walks over the period over the years, as you say. But the kids were young, so you know, the walks we could take would have been in the buggy, so pretty flat land. But now since we're on lockdown, obviously it's gonna force us to kind of go uh exploring and i want to try and find the energy off my two kids as much as i can so you know there's a <laughs> there's a woodland next to me and i've made a video there a couple of times um but we said you know what we'll go find a new one and there's another one that was further down the road and I'll tell you one thing okay. i'm amazed that when you're kind of forced in your when your back is to the wall and you got to find somewhere uh, there's a spot that I found. I haven't gone to take any photographs there yet But I think I probably will because it's amazing what's on your your doorstep. Yeah um, And I think also as well, you know, these are things that you'd normally walk over uh, You wouldn't even look at but now because it's so pickings I'm like, oh, hang on. I think I could find a shot in that. I think I could make a shot out of that, you know mm-hmm. So it kind of teaches you differently, doesn't it?
0: Oh, it? It absolutely does like when I found this new spot, right? It's up quite um called waterville or something some kind of water treatment plant but there's this old derelict building that would have been destroyed by the black and of course and but it's a beautiful structure of piece of land and artwork and architectural work it's beautiful and it's got this stream running through the house and everything I mean it it's just ridiculous and it has this tree that's dead on its own but it's got these gnarly branches coming out of it so I can pre-visualized the whole scene with all this fog and this tree and it's just a beautiful woodland scene with still water over on the left hand side this thing is an absolute gem and I've never seen a photograph from this location now Gavin Sheehan is a dude that I know, he's the guy, it's all his fault about this, Mr. Rhinocider it's all his fault isn't it, but he lives in Castle Connell, so he, so he knows that that place is there, but I've never seen a photograph from him, and I've never seen a photograph from anyone else. So if anyone listening has a photograph from that area, I'd love to see your picture on the Facebook page. Uh, maybe it might give me an inspiration or a better idea of the area. and might help me out, especially for if I'm going to be doing a moving time lapse there also. So, yeah, bring it on, guys, and uh, let's see if I can beat your photograph if you do have one.
1: <laughs> I haven't got one yet I haven't got out yet you know I mean but look yeah I'm looking forward to like I say getting back out but I'm also looking forward to today oh, sponsored by Monster Energy I'm really looking forward to today though you know you and I kind of discussing the 100th episode so the 99 previous that we've made and you know it's something I suppose that again like you said in the intro I didn't think we'd ever make it but it kind of went very quickly as well when you think about it so it took a long time to get from 0 to 50 but 50 to 100 yeah. seems to have flown um, mm. and along the way as well, I know we'll discuss it there as we go through it, but there's been a, a number of things, I suppose, really, again, that I'm delighted that we managed to achieve. And, uh, you know, I'm interested, I suppose, to hear your thoughts, I suppose, in the first 99 episodes.
0: Yeah. Well, my favorite episode, I anyway, know, was, do you know, There's been multiple, multiple favorite episodes. I loved when Nick Page is on. I think I was going to have a hernia I laughed so much when Gavin Hargast was on Yeah. Um, Paul Duxfield was highly highly entertaining I didn't think the man was that funny but Jesus Christ he is ridiculously funny and he's got a great sense of humour and mm-hmm. the knowledge inside his head for underwater photography is just simply amazing it just kind of tops it all off for me but like if I think closer to home, then you got Richie Hatch, who is just a legend of a dude. I mean, he's really, really funny. Anytime I post something on Facebook, he's there right in his corner to break my balls. Every time, <laughs> without fail, he is there to pounce on me on every mistake I make. You know, But that's just a, a proven kind of aspect of the kind of character that he is. So I really enjoy Richie's company and I really enjoy him coming at me and... I sure, Look, I can dish
1: it back as well, so it's all good. Well, of course you can dish it back. I mean, the, probably the reason why he is on top of everything that you do is because the, the title that you gave him after the podcast, you know, Richie Hatch <laughs> doesn't like his kids. I mean, like... Don't the, love his kids. doesn't love his kids. Yeah, yeah, there you go. You know what I mean? But, like, he's... Of course he's going to look everything that you do to kind of get you back. But exactly, it's interesting. Whoa. What? Wait, he... The words came out of his mouth not mine
0: <laughs> go
1: back and check the episode he said it not me no it was the kids don't matter actually was the words that he used Was that it so, oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. not matter yeah yeah exactly <laughs> you're the one you're the one that has said i don't like my kids so yeah <laughs> that's true That's true but you that's know true. what like you say it there i suppose and it, it is interesting when you think back about the different things that we've done and you know for me looking back at episode one episode two episode three episode four episode mm-hmm. five All those early ones are still really, really close, you know. I mean, we've said it a number of times before when we were asked, you know, what's our favourite episode? And for me, it was the first one that we made because it was a pop in the cherry, I suppose, to a certain extent, getting it out there, you know what I mean? But there was so much work went in on the back end of it. And I think every single uh, podcast that we've made, there's never been one podcast, really. I don't think that we've went... Yeah, we nailed everything on that. There'll be certain little areas you go, I could get better at this, or I could improve on that. And I think that's pretty much what drives us on from every single yeah. pod that we make, because um, you know the different topics coming up, it making it dynamic, making it interesting, making somebody you know are not making but wanting or somebody wanting to be able to uh, listen in every single week for what you and I have to say. Uh, that's a yeah. you know, that's a commitment in itself. And I suppose you know we we've had very very good luck with the people that we've spoken to uh over the years i suppose because how long we're we doing it now what nearly a year and a half august no, 24th two
0: 2018 so oh yeah, yeah my wedding anniversary yeah, yeah 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 yeah. you know it's sure. like like if you think back to the very start was there an episode or something happened a podcast that you would have went ah shit god damn it this just didn't go according to plan this has upset me in some way is there anything like that that happened to you
1: I wouldn't say upset me, but, you know, like we said on on, on Greg's, um, uh, what did he call it, the, I don't know, he can very, very, like, no unwinded uh, name <laughs> for the Irish photography podcast.
0: Want, like, yeah. I can't get his Irish accent out of, Irish slash Scottish accent out of my head. <laughs> well,
1: I don't know where he gets it from, to be honest with you, you know, I mean, look, yeah, yeah. to be sure, to be sure, Begara, be garra. Fair Play, it was great to be able to chat with mod, him about it, you know. Moon? Um, yeah. But, like, there's been so many that we've that we've done over the periods of time. It's really, really hard for me to kind of say, all right, you know, we're done. This is perfect. But I yeah. do think that there's been a few that uh, kind of annoyed me a few times in regards to that could have been better, particularly in regards to me and my mic skills, because I've learned not to be able to go forward towards yeah, the mic. yeah. 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 Uh, and get differing levels and stuff like that. So, you know, from a yeah. listening point of view, it kind of teaches you as you go along. But, yeah, I, I've, I've loved it every single step of the way. And I wouldn't change a thing, like we said on Greg's, you know. Um, there's been no real lowlights. When, okay, a lowlight was when John hadn't got the time to continue on in the podcast, if I'm being honest yeah. with you, because we had a fantastic dynamic, the three of us. Um, but, you know, again, at that same point, I mean, you know, we still managed to have a conversation, you and I, and then we brought in different people as well then to take that third seat. And, you know, there's been a number of those, like you say, Richie Hatch. I love the conversation with Richie. Um, I, I didn't know what to expect, and I kind of, at the end of it, I had a pain in my stomach from laughing at it so much, you know. So, And another one close to home, actually, was Anthony Lynch. and Yes, Anthony, talking to him today. So much knowledge in regards to Astro. And, you know, um even the way he spoke in regards to the distance, looking out his window, that, you know, there's a, a celestial something out there and it's yeah. whatever it was, two point seven six billion, trillion, gazillion miles know, away. Right? And he had down to the one and I was like, wow, okay. Yeah. Do you know?
0: Yeah, he he was pretty cool dude to listen to. Um his brain is just it's like it's working overtime all the time with all these figures and facts and all these kind of matrix ones and zeros inside head. But I, I, I loved talking to those type of people. But if there was one episode where I kinda of went, uh, this didn't go as planned this should have worked a lot better, has to be the episode that we did with Adam Gibbs. And we were kind of forced to put it out there because we kind of pre-announced to the world that mm-hmm. we got Adam Gibbs coming on. And we were supposed to record in such a day and then it got postponed. And then before you know it, we recorded literally the day before it was supposed to go out. Like, what are we supposed to do? Not put it out and look like plonkers. So we kind mm-hmm. of- should put it out? No, we shouldn't. We met up this fib- but we put it out and yeah, kind of it, content when he was talking to us was brilliant. I mean, I was so excited when we were talking to the guy. I was like, geez, this, this dude's on the next level, like, you know, and then we put it out and I was like, oh, no, <laughs> you know, but look, let's call a spade a spade. That was one of our most, our worst performance audio kind of podcast. But uh, I think it was a valuable lesson learned, to be honest with you. And I don't think we'll ever make that mistake again.
1: No, but it's also something it ties into you with your, you know, affliction of gas. I mean, look at in regards to the podcast. What have we done in regards to gear from the podcast now? From what we started up with, and okay. we've gotten better with it with what we have. You know, we should be getting better at how we're doing it. But even with the technology that we're using, it's better. Absolutely. The setup that we're looking at here, even from a video point of view, but even on the audio as well, there's a lot goes in on the creation of the audio but even in the production of the podcast as well um and we've kind of evolved and we've learned a lot we've learned the hard way you know like yeah again you know i didn't go to college to learn about audio uh you didn't go to college to learn about audio we learned about audio by making mistakes getting better as we went along and going on youtube and going i cannot figure this out oh bang there's how i do it but from your point of view the big game changer i think was the uh the colourful button machine that you have, oh, yeah. which I think is, you know, has been phenomenal in regards to doing outside side broadcasts.
0: Mm. Yeah, I totally agree. The Roadcaster, is it Roadcaster Pro? Roadcaster? I just think it's the Roadcaster. It's just been a blessing in disguise. I remember, Jesus, I can't remember who tagged us in it. Sorry, no, I'm. <clears throat> uh, it was a long time ago when you tagged us in it. And you're like, you should get one of these, and I looked at it and I'm like, oh. oh. Mm -hmm. I looked at the price and then I just said within a couple of hours, Darren, I pressed the buy button and then we put it up and then whoever tagged us and went holy shit, that was fast, I was only joking when I tagged you in it I was like, I know I I had to, but it's revolutionised what we can do with the podcast and what we can bring to our listeners and viewers all over the world, I mean it's just like I said, it's revolutionized what we can do.
1: Mm, does, yeah. And you know, like, in regards to the, the 99 episodes that we've done, and we've done many, many different regular features. Some features we wanted to continue a bit further, we haven't had the time to continue them further than that. Mm-hmm. Some we did once, and we never did them again. There's one, and we mentioned it last week, which is the yeah, roadcaster right. comes into it. Which, the, you know, I think we sure should do fire. again. We gotta play in honor. Oh yeah, there you go. You had that on Q&R, man. Fair to head to you. Just wait for it now. We'll drop the
0: beast. Get ready yeah. for it, folks. Here it comes.
1: Quiz time. Anyway, so <laughs> Yeah. Who won that? I won that. that I, I really won that. enjoyed that because of the quiz. But I really enjoyed that because of the quiz. And you know it was just an unsensical quiz that we had done with it and it was something we should do more <laughs> often as well just off the fly and off the cuff you know um yeah how about you I think we should do it, that
0: we did i think we should do it with guests because it's the only way we can do it really you know so whoever's uh maybe host and whatever gets to kind of quiz the two guys two other guys or whatever you know i think we it has to be done it's it's be i've been crying out for it but obviously we can't do it with just each other because then you will say
1: you win and i would say i win well, yeah exactly yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll do it when we have the third person I suppose from a podcast yeah. point of view yeah definitely because that was fun and it's something I think we should do more often as well anything that uh, yeah. that we've done once or we've done too often that you don't like in regards to the 99 well it's not 100 um, so why is it talking about 100 this is 100
0: yeah yeah I I enjoy doing the uh, Instagram spotlights from time to time but then they were kind and of got to a stage where it kind of like it felt like we did like Three or four of them more or less like in the space of a a one-month period or two-month period so i was like kind of like okay this is cropping up too much too fast uh so i kind of i think it was a good idea to put the brakes on it just for a bit and don't worry we will be coming back with it it's just uh we've had a lot on then at the same time but yeah i enjoy doing them but i think we need to space it out just a little bit more
1: well, you didn't even do the last one, to be fair. You know, I actually did it when I had to do the whole podcast on my own because at the time you were so busy <laughs> coming up to Christmas. So it was actually December we did the last one. So now we're into May. So I think it was time for us actually to kind of do another uh, Insta <laughs> spotlight. Shouldn't in a, not, you know, I shouldn't
0: Sunday, have said nothing. I shouldn't have said nothing.
1: Sunday sh- <laughs> showcase. like you know what I mean? Ah, uh, fuck off. <laughs> Uh, I, I also have to get back and do another one in the evolution of photography. I think that's one that we should do more of. But um, there's a shed load of work that goes into the back end of it to make sure that it's all done right. So it's just timing, I suppose, really. But we do you know, we do plan them out. It's been great fun for the, the, the first 100. And, yeah, we've uh, uh, kind of a big hurdle now to get over here to go to the 101, don't we? Big one, big one, big
0: one. But you know what, Darren? Let's hold that thought. Let's go for a quick break and we'll be right back with some of our qu- listeners questions that they have lined up for myself and darren and being totally 100 honest i haven't looked at a single question we've screenshot them because i want to answer them and darren wants to answer them with full authentic authenticity or whatever all, all these fancy words there so yeah stay tuned guys that's the word thank you darren we'll be right back in one minute and Darren congratulations on 100 podcast episodes I have probably listened to like three and all of them were really good so I'm assuming the other 97 were just as good so keep it up and I'm sure to see more of the Irish photography podcast in 2021 all right Hi guys, congratulations on reaching 100 episodes. This is Sanjay
1: Jogia. Uh, We met in Dublin at a Canon event a couple of years ago and you guys made me feel very welcome and you had me on your podcast at the event, which was really good fun. So guys, keep doing what you're doing, keep entertaining us and I hope we get to meet again soon. Congratulations again.
0: Hi guys, this is Winslow Townsend, a photographer from the other side of the pond, congratulating the Irish Photography Podcast on their 100th episode. Way to
1: go, guys. Great guests, great information, and even a funny joke once in a while. So it's great entertainment, and I look forward to the next 100.
0: And you're very welcome back to the Irish Photography Podcast. And thank you very much for all of the previous special guests. Some I mean, of you guys have sent some lovely words. I mean, that's a very kind thing to do, to take some time out of your day and send, uh, send those videos to us. I mean, really do appreciate it. And it makes it feel so much so much worthwhile. And it's got a special place in my heart. It really does. Because you got
1: guys. all emotional there, man. You you were really, really tough for words there, man. I know. Just you're th- right? It brings it out of me sometimes, you
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> I should, I should teach an acting class or something. Aren't I good at it? Uh
1: yeah, I don't know. Aren't you quite like right? I'm
0: Anyway, look, let's run on to what we said we're going to do. So. You guys have been very good. We put out a post saying uh, the episode, whatever you want to do. And we'd like for you to send in questions that we have to answer no matter what. No matter how funny, how stupid, how serious or whatever you wanted. Uh, no bars hold, just go for it. Right? So no bars we have holds. some no questions. Yeah, all that crack. So... <laughs> So Darren kind of takes charge of the uh, Instagram page and I do a bit on the Facebook page. So Darren's going to take care of the Instagram side of things and he's going to ask the questions and I'll take care of the Facebook ones in the next segment of the show. So Darren, the chair is yours, buddy. Give me your Instagram questions for you and I.
1: I'm looking at them actually here now because I just took the screen grabs of them, but I actually didn't read through. So as we said earlier, they will be kind of fresh to me. And first one here is from uh, Wadger catcher from uh, Northern Ireland, Stroke Belfast, Stroke, uh, <laughs> Scotland. <laughs> Might have as bad as Greg Snell's accent there in regards to him trying to do his Irish accent. But yeah, so Wadger catcher, uh, you know, long time listener of the podcast and a great friend yep. of ours. He asks the question, which is, who is the better photographer? Now, you know, it's very difficult for you and I to answer that question because I'm going to say you and you're going to say me, really, aren't you?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm only joking. I'm only joking. If I'm being totally honest to you, I, I think both of us bring different aspects to the game. Um, you have a knife for creativity and finding these compositions where I wouldn't sometimes see them. I think i have a good technicality about getting things sharp and stuff like that and portrait side of things i'm particularly very good at them because that's my job It's what i do if you pick up a camera mm-hmm. and take a picture of me you don't know what you're doing and i'm not being mean or anything like that but it's just it's just Probably the way just way you are you know yeah uh, but when it comes to landscape thing that's when you come alive that's when you're on fire like you know and sometimes i wish i had what you have in your head at times and some parts just no, parts to kind of scare me a bit.
1: No, you don't. <laughs> no, you honest. don't. No, you don't.
0: <laughs> but you know, I, 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 uh, I think a better photographer. I, I think it'd be 50-50 if I'm being totally honest. With you, um, like I said, both of us bring certain things to the table.
1: Yeah, and look, you know, from a landscape point of view, that's all I do. I said it before; I'm a one-trick pony. As an all-round photographer, you are better than me. Um, but if you and I go out together. I do get better photographs because you seem to be concentrating far too much in regards to video and missing the shots. So Mm -hmm. that will come with time. It's something that I've learned, I suppose, from doing it over a period of time, I suppose, that the distraction of video can get in the way. But uh, from the landscape point of view, that's all I do, man. So, you know, I can't turn around and say I'm a better photographer. I mean, yeah. Okay whatever. <laughs> I suppose, next so, question. Th- thanks for that question. I suppose the next question actually here as well, is from John Holmes, I think is it dubbed glass 95. I think that's his uh, Instagram. I think uh, maybe I'm wrong on that, but it's actually an interesting question and it revolves around gear. So, you know, you'd probably be best poised to answer this one is if you had yep. to use just one lens for the rest of your life, which would it be? Now I know your answer.
0: Oh. Boys.
1: Yeah, you know what my exactly. favorite
0: lens is, but what I'd have to use for the rest of my life would it be yeah. practical to use yes. the one five commands for the rest of my life? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. If I to use a lens for the rest of my life, I'm going to pick the most boring lens that's been ever made. Okay, twenty four to one oh five. Yes, R F four. But it, that's the that's the new newer model of the. <coughs> the EF lens, so the RF is ridiculously sharp. You've seen it yourself, Darren, it's just unbelievable. And then you've got the aperture ring and you've got all the bells and whistles. But what I do miss in that lens, and nobody talks about it, is there's no kind of diagram on your lens like you do with the EF lenses, to tell you what your distance is from your focal length. So if you want to focus to infinity, you can't see it. And that mm. kind of grinds my gears a bit. Now, would I use it for Astro? Absolutely not, I don't care. But it's a boring lens, but it's a very good boring lens. And if I had to use one lens for the rest of my life, it's going to be the 24 to 105 RF Canon lens.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going think? to stick with my EF lens, and it's the lens that rarely comes off my camera, which is 1635. And that's because I do landscape. But if I ever then, yeah. like right now, couldn't go out and shoot in the landscape, then I'm going to be goose because it's a wide angle lens. But what I found actually and a lens that I didn't think that I would use as much, but I actually have been using it a lot during lockdown here, is the Sigma 2470 2.8 art lens. And That's I've just been, lens. it's a beautiful lens. And I have been taking some shots of the kids around. Believe it or not, I've been using the camera to take photographs of the kids. Um, but just even, you know, different things that you can what? do with it, and it has a nice whoa, whoa, focal whoa, 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 distance whoa, 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 as well. Whoa, 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 in it. whoa, whoa, whoa. No, don't, whoa don't stop on it. Whoa, don't stop whoa. on it. You I took a on.
0: photograph of
1: I took humans? photographs of the kids using the big camera.
0: Oh my God! This is monumental stuff here, boy. Jesus I know, and I,
1: and I threw a flash on it as well.
0: Oh, oh here! Oh my God!
1: What? Someone hold me up there. Tell you, I'm yeah. about to faint. I'm branching out. Boy. I'm branching out. You know, um but it was a, it was a great lens. The quality of it is phenomenal, and the bokeh offered is absolutely. Beautiful. Uh, so, you know, you talk about the bokeh monster. Yeah, it is. The, the Sigma lens has produced beautiful bokeh. Um, and at 2.8, it is uh, phenomenal. So, yeah, it's for me, it's kind of difficult. Um, but I think probably the 16-35 is what I'll stick with. Uh, a lot of people would say probably go with a zoom lens. That's just like you, 24-105. to 105, But for me, I'm landscape. I'm about the wide vista uh, and making the scene, I suppose, what it is there. Yeah, right, that's two That's two questions there from Instagram. Jump over to Facebook there now for you to uh, ask two more.
0: Well, we're breaking what I said would do, but I don't mind. I'm a nice guy. All right, so, first of all, Mark Fletcher, good old buddy Mark, really Mark. nice guy, A1, thank you very much. He says, congratulations, guys, on reaching the 100th episode. Will... D O D, whoever he is, ever run out of gas? I've just seen his new toy. <laughs> so he is uh-huh. referring to the Rhino Slider we have been chatting on. Uh PM, DM, PM, whatever the frick it is. So yeah. What you think? Will Dad ever run out of uh
1: gas? No. 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 I don't know. Even if, even, even if all the colors in the world revert away as far away as they can from shiny to matte black, you will still have gas. Because it's not well, just about you, the shiny.
0: It's funny you say that. Do you see that Mercedes Benz uh, ultra black cars it Audi or something like that, a Jeep that is just, it's blacker than black. I mm. want it so bad. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. awesome. I, I do like black, like, you know what I mean? As you can see, yeah. Yeah, it kind of works in the background, like, so yeah. It's, uh, it's something I suppose Rick, you know, from I don't think Mark that Dad will ever, ever, ever get rid of his affliction, I'm afraid. It'll probably get worse as things go on. Um so yeah. That's my thought and that answer for you anyway, Dad.
0: <laughs> maybe it might uh tone down once in a while. I don't know. I don't
1: know. I don't know. Yeah,
0: um maybe. Okay, so Martin or Rian, I I don't get this one. You might be able to shed a bit of light on this. Daddy or chips? Daddy or chips? <laughs> <laughs> Daddy or chips? Okay, let's try make light of this. Would I rather be a dad or would I rather eat a bag of chips? That's what I'm getting from this. When you you know, so, you're going to win chips all day long. Like. Um, what's your opinion?
1: Would you rather be a dad or would you rather eat a bag of chips? I'd eat a bag of chips with my dad or with my kids. There you go. One. That's cheating. Of course. So my, it doesn't have to my be answer is, no rules in regards to the answers. We said there's no holds barred in regards to the questions. There's no holds barred in regards to the answers though, as well.
0: Okay, fair enough. So if I had to pick between being a daddy or eating chips, if it was Chicken Hut, a large super chip from the Chicken Hut, which is a place in Limerick, you've got to go. It's, in Street. it's the most beautiful chipper ever made in oh mankind. God. So if you tented a large super chip with gravy smeared all over it or being a dad I think I'd pick the chips
1: (laughs) 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 but if you're just normal McDonald's (laughs) chips I'd rather be a dad I'd rather be dead if it's McDonald's chips mind you I had I we get a reading there um my wife said, you know what, the takeaways were opened again. Look, look, go on to Just Eat. There are 61 places now deliver. I went, oh, okay, yeah. You look at? By the time we started looking at something, it was down to four. And there was only four that would deliver here. And they're exactly the same four that have always been delivering here since the whole period of time. And it was absolutely rank. I'm not going to name them, but the chips were absolutely <laughs> rank. They weren't even cooked properly. They were like <laughs> soggier than the soggy bottom boys. And I... Just went, Do you know what? No, it has to go in the bin. So, all depends really yeah. on the uh, the bag of chips, doesn't it? Correct. If you
0: got them from the Chicken out that wouldn't happen happened. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Nora Young, thank you very much. She says, Well done, lads. Thank you very much. Really appreciate it from Nora Young. And we'll go one more question. We'll come back to you, Darren. So, uh, bear it, me. We'll go over to it. And it's from Shayna Connor. is over in Canada, as far as I'm aware. He'd be good friends with our buddy nick mcdonough which we tried yeah. to get in the podcast we still have to get him on he's such a nice guy and what he does is next level stuff but shane says congratulations on the 100 episode lads my question to you both is being someone who is irish living abroad in vancouver and took up photography over here in the past few years what are the 10 best locations in your mind jesus 10 that I should potentially try visit shoot when I come back for a long overdue visit to the motherland and not to know the obvious places like the Cliffs of Moher, feck it, I was going to say that, <laughs> etc. No one hidden gems you may have previously mentioned on other podcasts. So uh, we don't have time to pick 10. So no, how about we pick 10. maybe two each? Two each? Two each. Let's okay. say two each, yeah.
1: I'll go first. Okay. So, Go down somewhere around West Cork and go explore around Glengariff and go on to the Bear Peninsula, and you will find some gems there that you won't have seen photographs of, and there will be absolutely beautiful areas to go photograph. So go to West Cork, for one, uh, and number two, okay, you know, I said it before in the podcast, it's my favourite part of, of Ireland, go to Kerry, go over to the Dingle Peninsula. Don't just go to dunquin or Coomerall, but go explore. Mm. You've got some beautiful scenery there, some beautiful headlands. And, you know, again, the, the ocean for me is something which is, you know, I'm passionate about it. So I'm going to pick somewhere there anyway. But yeah, those two spots I think would be perfect. And you'd definitely get lost there for a long period of time.
0: Cool. Great answer. I like them. So my answer would be summer inland, not seascape. It would be Glen in Shaquin and it's a place where you and I went there and Nick McDonough would came with us as well. The yes. reason why I thought about that is basically because of Nick and I really enjoyed my evening that we all spent together. <clears throat> and it's a fabulous scene. There's a shot there that I wanted I'm still waiting to get and I'm just waiting to be able to afford a Land Rover four by four massive Jeep so I don't destroy my car the next time I go down there. Yes. But it's an absolutely beautiful place to be. And there is a shot there, and I, t- I think Norma McCluskey is a beautiful shot at that location. If I yeah. if I'm right,
1: you have to get it perfectly um, right with the water coming over yes. the waterfall after a dead great Yeah, it yeah, doesn't last long as well. Apparently,
0: no, no. So my second spot will be somewhere that we vi- we have visited again recently, and a few people have been there, but not many people know where it is. Oh, it's yeah. the Secret Waterfall, and it's an absolute pitch, picturesque place. Really, really nice to visit, but not only is the waterfall pretty amazing, but it's the spots on the way to the waterfall that really grabbed my attention. I think I must have picked out at least, at least, I'm not joking, between 20 and 30 different compositions on the way to the waterfall. Yeah, agreed. So what you what you get uh, inside the waterfall is a bonus, but everything else outside is just, ah, uh, it's fair game, man. So they're the two locations that I would pick. Thanks very much, Shane, for that question. This, I enjoyed that, that that one. I liked your yeah, answers, one. there,
1: they're really cool. Thanks very much. I used to I was practicing them, but I wasn't, but anyway, yeah. Um, Back <laughs> to Instagram. Okay. So okay. a couple of, couple of things there, I suppose, from uh, Ian White. Congratulations, great podcast and great content. Thanks very much, uh, Ian. Um, another one here is uh, from a talgen91. Who gets the worst photo rage? Now, that's an interesting one because I don't get photo rage, so it has to be you. Um, because I've seen you, like, you know, people who, who play golf um, and are pitching pot or golf mainly, you know, you think called a helicopter is when you get so annoyed that you catch the golf club and you swing it across the, 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 the field, I was about to say, but the course, and it goes like a helicopter through the air. Now, I've seen you in a few times and you could have or should have or wanted to or looked like you were going to throw something belonging to you away, but then all of a sudden you realize, man, no way, man. I couldn't throw away this. This is this is my baby. I couldn't. I mean I've <laughs> I've longed for you for so long and I'm gonna throw you across because I'm having a bad day? No. But back to the question, you have the worst. Photo Rick. I concur. There you go. True story. <laughs> True story. Um, okay. Uh, another one actually here is uh, from Finland 1976. Helios 44mm yep. lens. Here it's a budget bulk a beast. Worth buying. Vintage lens recommendations. I don't know enough about it to discuss it, so I, you probably do since you've been in college with vintage lenses or something like that, maybe.
0: Mm, okay. So this is a bit of a contradiction from my own mind. Simply because I think vintage lenses are a piece of sugar. I wouldn't bother using them. They're all glass for a reason. They're not very good. They're not very sharp. But are they fun to use? Absolutely. Because you get different effects with them and all that crack. But if there was one old lens that I would have to use. If I'm forced to use it. It's something really special. And if you can get your hands on it. You're better off doing the lotto. Because you've probably better chance of winning the lotto. And it's a, a lens called the Canon. 85mm f1 so it's an Mm. aperture of an f 1.0 not 1.2 1.0 and if you can get your hands on that lens you are golden now i've no idea how good it is but it's just a lens that i would love to get my hands on and it's quite an old lens so if anyone in ireland has that lens and wants to hang out for a bit yeah i'll travel i'll meet up with you it's all good Oh, so gravy. I even, I'll bring chicken up gravy chips with me as well. Come on. Oh, yeah, man. Look,
1: you can't do better than that. You know what I mean? What an offer. What an yeah. offer. And Monster
0: will bring cans of Monsters because we're sponsored by Monster, apparently.
1: And so. Twirls. And Twirls. And,
0: no, Gavin will send them over. Yeah, thanks, Gavin. Yeah, yeah. Has
1: Gavin paid those bills, actually, for the sponsorship of Twirls recently? He got some good exposure on that, actually. I,
0: I, I don't know. I don't hmm. Know. Okay, you know, we all know about uh, Gavin, like you know. You don't know,
1: you don't know. I mean, look, you know, he'll promise you, but maybe you'll get two instead of one. You'll see. He might, you know, he might surprise you yet.
0: Right, really double charge me for the postage. Will you feck off? Come on, <laughs> next question. Two thousand
1: dollars. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Last question here from the Instagram before we go back to um, uh, Facebook. It's from our buddy yep. Patrick Murta and uh, a very interesting question, which is, what's the standout moment so far for IPP? Not for you and I, but for the Irish Photography Podcast. What's the stand-up moment so far? You go first, there. Oh, I think, oh, I don't know. I mean, she's it's a hard because there's been so many. And if we think about the podcast, uh, I think probably the stand-up moment for the podcast was what happened recently in regards to uh, Greg making the video. Uh, about mm. the podcast um, and to share the podcast with a wider audience around the world. So, yeah, from the podcast point of view, collectively, you and I, I think that's probably the stand moment as far as I'm concerned. Okay.
0: Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's a good answer. How about yours? In my opinion, I think it's when we went to England to the Birmingham show mm. and we got to meet all these people and I've never met some of them, never even heard of them, and people are coming up to us saying, oh, Dermot, Darren, great podcast. And I was there going, holy shit, people know who we are. We're in a different country and people know who we are. So when that happened, that was kind of a moment where I felt like I belong here, if that makes any sense. I mean, Hmm? I can work my tail off to do what we do. And when that happened, I was like, I felt like I was on the next level. And I think because of that feeling, I think my photography kind of came up a notch. If that's, I don't know, I probably didn't. But I don't know. Well, I, I just do. felt like I felt I felt like on top of the world, really. And I thought it re- resulted in the photographs as we went away, because uh, we went shooting in the Lake District and this place and that place, and I really enjoyed it.
1: And you went shooting in places that you were kicking and screaming, not wanting to go there. So it even made it better that you went there and <laughs> went there, but enjoyed it and came back with some good images. But yeah, yeah, good answer there too, man. Actually, in regards to photography, show because you know that was great. For you and I to be able to go over her and you know represent, let's just say, um, and it was fun to meet all the different people. And you know we will, we will one day we will have Lara Jade on the uh, the, the the podcast. Would we'll have to get around after her, her her cameo meeting of you when she was running away from you down one of the aisles in the, in the show. No, she wasn't, but it was good. Darren, yeah. but that that was a good. I one. can okay. honestly
0: say, I can honestly huh? say, I can honestly say I love her. I actually yeah. love her.
1: I love yeah. her, like,
0: love, love, love
1: no. her. I'm not surprised, <laughs> she's beautiful, she's beautiful, and a fantastic photographer as well. Um, That's so. an event like? Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah, <laughs> of course, yeah, 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 yeah. true story, not, right, go on, come yeah. back over to Facebook there and show us out a couple of questions, we can't get all the questions, all obviously, right. because there were so many of them, to be fair, but yeah. we'll try and get what yeah. we can get through, yeah.
0: True, true, true. So, Max Snap So, top 10 photographers in Ireland, why you picked them and why we don't hear more Irish photographers on the Irish Photography wow, Podcast. Congrats on the one hundred episode, Max Snap Thank you, sir.
1: Pretty yes, sure. thank you very really much. Appreciate it. Thank you very much.
0: All right, top 10 photographers. Let's pick two again. We don't have time to pick 10, unfortunately. Sorry, buddy, but we will pick two each. Um. Okay. Uh, two photographers in Ireland. Who are the top two in your opinion?
1: You go first. I went first to last ones. I
0: feck it. I was hoping you would say I'm first. So the think. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, exactly um, the same as that for me. Okay. Um, well, I actually, this kind of seems like a bit of a cheat, but it's not because he hasn't been on the Irish Tribe podcast, but I was lucky enough to interview Peter Cox. In one of my one to one series on my YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. And I think that dude is one of the best in Ireland. Uh his drone shots are amazing. I think he's a really nice guy. He's got some of the best gas in the world. And yeah, I think he's a really nice guy. And I think he's he's one of the most famous in Ireland. Um he's got three books. Well, he's about to release the third book. So I think he'd be one of the top two, uh top three photographers in Ireland. Uh, the other one oh, um who else would there be jesus man we are riddled but i can't narrow it down and who hasn't been on yet
1: um i'll jump in and give you some uh, time because i've got two people okay well, i actually got three people yeah. if i can go that one extra step further um okay all three of you. them uh i don't think are professional photographers all three of them are landscape photographers and they're the only ones that i can really uh comment on because i'm not that i'm qualified to talk about them it's the only thing that i know about i suppose really um First is Jaro Fagan, and oh, yeah. uh, Jaro yeah. is a phenomenal photographer. If you haven't seen Jaro's photographs, go check him out on Facebook, kerryviews.com, Uh guy from Slovakia. He lives in the Dingle Peninsula, and he will not go anywhere else other than the Dingle Peninsula, and I can't blame him because the photographs that he gets in there mm. are phenomenal. Uh, second is uh, Johnny Baird, so I think Johnny is... An amazing talent. I think he's got a very very good eye for a photograph and a technical prowess as well to enable him to get that photograph um, and the third for me uh, is a guy from Cork, David Ahern and I think David does a phenomenal job uh, not only from finding the photograph and taking the photograph but his post processing. There's something special in regards to it and you can I can look and go yeah that's a David Ahern shot uh, and he, every single time he produces a shot, even from an astro point of view, it's phenomenal. So I'm picking three out of the, uh, the possible ten. And now back to you, okay. you've got to pick one.
0: Yeah, I think if we come back to me then, I think I mentioned him there a while ago. It'd have to be maybe Norman, Norman McCloskey. I think that dude is kind of on the next level. His attention to detail, his post-processing techniques, and his compositions are really, really good. And it's something that I could learn a bit more about. And I love learning about composition, but it's, I think it's hard to put into practice for some strange reason. But uh, yeah, Norman McCloskey would be up there as well.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. Norman is family, Norm And he's an all-around nice guy as well. Um, so, yeah, mm, I agree. it's good.
0: Yeah, it's good. Uh, next question, Michael McGillicuddy. All right, so well done on the 100 episode. Great accomplishment. Here's to the next 100. Okay, sorry, I thought that was a question. But thanks, Michael. Appreciate it. Oh, God. Here's our good old buddy Conn's camera. So, it's probably Gareth. Oh, yeah. How are you, Gareth? Thank you very much for sending in the question. Really do appreciate thanks it. Thanks for and the support been... for, for all yeah. 100
1: episodes. Yeah, they've been
0: great. Cons have been fantastic. Yeah. So great achievements, great achievement, guys. Congratulations. Um, number one, what's your favorite interview? What's your favorite trip? And what's your favorite segment so far? And then number two, what interview, ah, Oh, what interview trip segments you're looking forward to in 100 episode in the next 100 episodes? That makes sense.
1: Uh, okay. Interview okay. for me uh, was Thomas Eaton. Um, okay. What was the second question? Trip. Uh, trip? Trip? Well, I didn't get to go to Lefoten. I think we have mentioned that a few times on this trip, but yeah, Laforton for me was the best trip, yeah. Uh, and what's the trip I'm most looking forward to going the next time? Uh, Lefoten, yeah. I think that's the trip I want to go to the next <laughs> time, yeah.
0: And what's your favorite segment so far?
1: Uh, oh, the news. Okay. <laughs> for, you, for you butchering Japanese names
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> brilliant, so my favourite inf- interview so far was Paul Duxfield. I really enjoyed his I mean, talked about it already, such a nice guy, enjoyed it, I can't wait to get diving with this guy man in the Red Sea uh, my favourite trip to date was definitely the Lofoten Islands, I think it's something very special, very close to my heart even though I'm not even Norwegian I thought it was very funny some of the things that we got to do, trying to talk pretend English to someone even though they have better English than me yeah. I thought that was absolutely oh, hilarious no, I remember that
1: day man I couldn't yeah. even eat my food I was laughing so much over in the <laughs> car and looking at you yeah.
0: <laughs> and my favourite segment so far today when we have only ever done it once and we just mentioned it is the surefire rapid round with the circus music I think that was absolutely brilliant looking forward to doing that in 2020 or the next 100 episodes so what interview are you looking forward to for the next 100 who would you like to get on?
1: besides yourself <laughs> I don't know uh, there's a number of people that I'd like to get on uh, I think in the next 100 episodes let's put the on the on in the next 100 episodes we'll get Peter McKinnon on the podcast oh Jesus
0: that's that's wow okay yeah
1: in the next 100
0: I hope so next trip oh you said it forward. <laughs> yeah and, uh, what what segment are you looking forward to in the next 100 episodes?
1: Uh, I think coming up with newer topics, uh, relevant topics, I think I really enjoy the whole aspect of giving challenges, challenging for myself and challenges for our listeners, but I also think just, yeah, different segments that will come up. But there's no answer in regards to what I have that I'm looking forward to coming up, but I'm looking forward to what we can see that will come up itself. Yeah. You? okay?
0: My favorite interview that i want to get done in the next 700 episodes is alex mustard or Darren Jew. we were supposed to get Darren Jew on when we first started but then yes line, well, well actually you know what
1: well, we're, we're actually glad that we didn't because you know if it was anything like michael o'sullivan's interview we would have balls it up yeah. dramatically yeah. uh so let's hold Agreed. off i suppose until then yeah
0: yeah that dude is unreal i mean just, yeah, yeah. he's a canon unreal. explorer of light like you know um a uh, favourite trip that I want to go back to for next year is Iceland. I'd love to do Iceland or Greenland, one of the two. I don't know which one. Probably Greenland because it's a bit more unknown than Iceland. Iceland is a bit more popular. Although although I have unfinished business from Isle of Sky as well, I have to go back there. It's driving me nuts. I didn't do that place justice at all. I loved it, but I need to go back there. Um, so yeah, Isle of Skye. I'm going to change that to Isle of Sky, Yeah, and it's more achievable. It's more closer to home. It's going to be a bit cheaper to get there. And what um, segment? S- segment. I oh, want the circus, Surefire,
1: Rapid Run back. <laughs> Can't wait for that one. Okay, let's bring that one back. Okay. Okay. Are we back to Instagram? There, ba- we wrap these up. Back to the gram. Back to the. Gram. Okay. Couple of quick other ones actually. So again, actually, another one from Patrick Merton. Um, controversial question. Uh, oh God. Where is the best place to get pasta? <laughs> oh God, pasta gate all over
0: again! Jesus Christ! Well, it's definitely not fucking that restaurant we went to with fucking Milo. It's definitely not
1: Northern Italy, anyway, for sure, because you know you'll get pizzas everywhere, but you'll find it hard to get pasta. Which <laughs> that was a good time. Okay, uh, next one. What's been the biggest shock? good or bad that you've discovered since starting? And again, actually, that's from Patrick. Good questions, Patrick, actually. So what's been the biggest shock, good or bad, you've discovered since starting the podcast?
0: My biggest shock was the transformation that it made to not just me, but the podcast is owning a Canon ESR. It's mm. mm. <laughs> the biggest shock. I mean, it literally transformed who I am in filmmaking and photography. And if you tried to tell me anything different, You're a goddamn liar.
1: I bet I won't, so. I was waiting for tumbleweeds. (laughs) Uh, A biggest shock for me, I suppose, since we started the podcast is um, that we've actually reached 100 episodes and we haven't missed a week. Um, You know, it's a big commitment uh, to not only say, okay, we're going to start a podcast, but to make the podcast. Come up with the ideas, get the whole thing actually scripted out, get the whole framework itself, I suppose, laid out, get it recorded, get it edited, get it promoted, get it live and then start all over again and it's a continuous thing and you know you have to be relentless I suppose in, to, to get something like that done and that's for me been the biggest shock is that you know it's a lot I mean you know I've released a video on my YouTube channel since September since September 17th 2017 and now we've released a podcast every week from August 18 so you know that's double whammy let's just say um, but yeah. thankfully at the time I suppose you were doing all the editing of the podcast and now with the videos I'm doing the editing of the videos but um, yeah, it's. Uh, I'm shocked that we've reached uh, the 100 and we haven't missed an episode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, good next question here from uh, actually your buddy Mike Pereira. Uh, so Mike, uh, thanks very Mike much guy. for your question. I hope you know you survived after spending uh, how long was he? On, how long was he on with you? 24 minutes, if, I think it was. 15 minutes, kid. Oh yeah, Jesus, yeah, must have been hard enough, I suppose, after five, Mike. But anyway, yeah. Listen, look, uh, good question here for you, Dad. Not for me because it can't be for me. It has to be for you. So if you were okay. forced to switch camera brands, what would you choose and why? Because it can't be for me. I'm not, I'm not. I did say the bad words before that I'd move to Sony, and I'm glad that I didn't. So I'm going to stick with Canon. How about you, Bosco? Sweet mother of God. Um, okay, come on.
0: Like it, it, it's probably going to have to be Sony. Um, like that. Like, we live in a day and age where there's no bad camera now, unless it's like a Pentax or something. <laughs> um, I'm sure they're going to be good yeah. to it something, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, their, their medium pharma cameras are unreal. Um, but, like, if you look at Nikon, the Z6 and the Z7, um, they're unreal. Like, and then you, like, okay, I can't pick the Canon because if I have to move, you've the Sony A7R and, like, they're going to release a five soon enough, but you know what re- I'm really looking forward to, uh, and simply because I fell in love with filmmaking now, it's kind of creeping up as much as photography, the same kind of standard of love, is the Sony A7S Mark III, which it looks like they've been stalling that for the last three years. Um
1: You had an A7S before, didn't you?
0: Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed using it, but I just didn't know what I was doing with it, really, um, yeah, yeah. I didn't utilize it enough, I didn't know enough about it. But now that I do, I think I'd like to see what Sony would bring to the table from that kind of side of things.
1: Mm. For me, it's interesting, actually. I'd like to try Fuji, believe it or not. Um, I think it's a completely different color profile. And even from looking at people who are using it from a video point of view and stills, it's a completely different camera. Uh, And what they've come out with now in regards to the quality, I think it would be different. You know, it's kind of a very rustic color. You know, Mm -hmm. Canon is very blue, Nikon is very yellow. And I think the fuji is kind of a very i don't know brownish kind of rustic earth color i suppose in regards to the um the palette which yeah, i'd like to probably yep. try fuji but i'd probably end up throwing them in the bin because the menu system would probably wreck my head um because i'm so used to canon and we said it before i mean you know you pick up any kind of camera you can use it almost instantaneously and if not instantaneously it's only going to take you a matter of seconds to know your way around that camera um yeah, so even that, and that's even with the latest iterations of the operating system that they've done in the OSR, in the OSRP. Um, but now even with the OSR5, it's solidified. I'm, I'm done. I'm canon. I'm not moving. I mean, I can't wait for that piece of kit. That will be the one. That will be the one. That will be the one. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. Very true. Back to you there right, so for uh, Facebook.
0: We'll be back in one minute. We're going to go for one more quick break, and we'll have a word from some people
1: we love. Right back in a minute.
0: Hi, guys, congratulations with your 100th episode. I hope I can return one day and add even more pleasure to the listeners. I'm Gavin Hardcastle, and I just want to say congratulations to Darren and Dearmed on their big day. It's so nice that that gay marriage is accepted globally these days. Oh, not that, not that big day. I guess that's, I guess that's coming further down the road. Your 100th podcast—that's just brilliant, guys. And I really hope that this brings you guys a lot more sponsorship money because, as we all know, those
1: spray tan treatments for Dearmed are actually very expensive.
0: Congratulations, you guys, on reaching 100 episodes. That's impressive. I didn't think you'd ever get there, especially after hearing the first episode. But uh, congratulations, guys, and you guys deserve it. All the best.
1: Uh, Adam Gibbs here, probably one of the the best landscape photographers of uh, the 20th century here. I just wanted to uh, congratulate Dermot and the other guy on their 100th year anniversary, I mean 100th, 100th episode. Uh, so congratulations guys and uh, don't forget to send me that uh, check for congratulating you. Alright, bye.
0: you are very welcome back to the irish photography podcast thank you very much for listening to us for this long we've been on for the bones of what 50 minutes now at this stage and uh, we love having you here listening to us each and every week and we hope we keep you entertained for another 100 episodes so we're going to jump back into some more questions from me lovely people and we are going to listen to a question from joe silk I like his second name. How awesome would it be to have a second name smooth. called Silk? Smooth. Isn't it smooth? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Joe is saying, well done on the 100 episodes. My question, do you consider landscape photography to be an art or a craft?
1: What's oh, a use good question? Very, very, very good question. Um, you know, you have to be crafted to be able to create art. Particularly in regards to, from a photography point of view, you can't just go off and do a painting and be it subjective. You have to know what you're doing from a craft point of view. um But you know, I think there are people out there that create art, but without knowing what you're doing and having the skills for that craft, it's very difficult to create art per se in the normal circumstances. So, for me, I think one is directly linked to the other. Okay,
0: my opinion: it's an art. An art. I go out and I create an artful. Masterpiece in my head. Whether other people think it's a beautiful masterpiece or not, but as long as I think it's important to me and I feel like that it's nice to me and I feel like it's a masterpiece and I'm really proud of it, then it's art to me. It's my piece of art. No one else's. And I've always been that way. I shoot for myself and no one else. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't want to contradict myself, but yes, I did have a video on YouTube. Um, you might stick a link up here Darren to it if you could. And um, about having the lads. Critique my work, but the reason for that was to improve myself in my art. Um, so, yeah, I very much see photography as an art, but yes, I can see your side of it also that it is a craft and it is craft simply because you use the tools and the creativity exactly. to adjust your camera settings and stuff like that. But, yeah, an art to me, it would definitely be.
1: Hmm. Yeah, good answer. Not right or wrong. Yeah,
0: good. Uh, next question. Well, uh, Brendan Diver, I can never m- pronounce Brendan's. F- uh, second name and I asked him this question up in uh, in the show one, one time I was like is it Diver or is it Diver and I can't remember what he said to me <laughs> Brendan I'm sorry buddy I butcher everyone's name so look take it as a compliment that I butchered your name yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> so he just says uh, well done congratulations to you uh, delighted to get that and Anne Ledden says the same she says congratulations on the 100 episodes here's too many more and we also have um to do she says, When do you think photography stops being photography and becomes art? Uh um overdose from Photoshop or other programs? Overdose from Photoshop or other programs. I don't know what she quite means by that. Maybe it's a bit of a typo. But uh, yeah, so when do you think photography stops being photography and becomes an art there?
1: When you create something that wasn't there with your naked eye and you use photography to create an illusion of an image that you have concocted in your head. That's, I think when it changes from one to the other.
0: I like that answer.
1: I wish I came up with that. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Shit.
0: (laughs) I have no answer to that. I actually have no answer to that. When does photography stop being photography and become an art? Okay. Maybe I do. Uh, once you print your photograph you go to the likes of um you go down to o'connor's and lower william street the best printer in limerick city without a shadow of a doubt whelan's are really good also but besides two of them there's not a a single good printer in the rest of limerick those two guys know what they're doing but if you go into uh, martin and o'connor's where i go all the time and you get a print made then you go bring it to the framers professional framers, not just going into range or the home uh, homestone war and getting a crappy frame. And there's nothing wrong with that. I've done it myself. But when you get a proper frame, a proper mm, glass all the difference. a proper mount and you hang that up in your wall, then that mean that, that that makes it art. So it's no longer photography. It's up on someone's mantelpiece. It's up above someone's fireplace. And it's just it's got a pride of place and everyone is center around that picture up in the wall. That's hmm. when it stops being photography and it has now become
1: an art. Good answer. Yeah. Pretty sure you amazed me, but you actually had a plan B as an answer as well in the in, in the bag, like right? yeah. Didn't realise <laughs> you had it in your locker. Fair play to you. Yeah.
0: i am tell you, boy. I was surprised you all week boy. you even said it to me on the phone under the other day.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I no, don't what uh, me this uh, week. hang on a second, no, look, you've got double doors in your house already. You don't need them any bigger, so we'll stop right no, there. Okay. No.
0: Okay, let's go. Let's go.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah.
0: I I don't understand the other question. Overdose from Photoshop or other programs?
1: I I uh, presume, I imagine it's got to do so much in regards to the artistic involvement of Photoshop to create an image and turn it into a work of art as opposed to the image.
0: Okay. All right. Pat Milan says, What's your favorite color to work with? (laughs) Jesus, come on. Do you not listen to the podcast? Purple. Orange. (laughs) 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 Well, uh, I'm only joking, Pat. But kind of not. Uh, well done on our hundred episodes. Thank you very much. Appreciate it, Pat man. But it has to be orange. I love working with orange. I just released a video. Um, it would have came out last week. I just did a speaker gear review, and it was a funny segment in it, just saying that I love orange and, and blue. orange wristbands, orange yeah, orange t-shirt, orange shoes, <laughs> and my van yeah. is orange. <laughs> orange everywhere, man. We love orange, you know. Um, but yeah, orange would be my favorite color too. Uh, it just is. I love orange. And you hmm. are purple?
1: <laughs> no, it's not purple for me at all, no. I, all right, I okay. say purple, I was trying to be controversial. Um, I don't oh, okay. really have a colour, to be honest with you, that I prefer to shoot him, because I'm shooting the landscape more so than anything else. Um, but I suppose I do like green, uh, maybe that's I suppose mm-hmm. in regards to the landscape, so that kind of matches in with that. But yeah, I know I don't have a particular colour, because I don't really yeah. have a choice in the landscape, you know? Yeah, cool,
0: cool, cool. Kettlebell Padawan. Padawan. This dude, is great to post on the Instagram page and Facebook page. So thank you very much. Uh, A very valued uh, supporter of the podcast. And he says, congratulations, guys. Top 10 VSPs for under 100 euros. Let's just pick one each, okay? Because we'd be... I think there's only been one
1: (laughs) VSP under 100 euros.
0: Top 10 VSP. Okay, one
1: second. My top 10... Um, VSP for under €100 is the Hainel Capture Pro. Uh, It is a phenomenal piece of kit. It is very, very versatile. We spoke about it again last week, actually, on on Greg's episode and how good it was and what we can use it for. For me, great piece of equipment and has changed how I uh, take photographs in the landscape.
0: That's cool. I'm looking around to see what I can pick. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah. Which one is my favourite child?
0: Oh! Oh, no, that's over 100 quid. I was going to say the road wireless go. It's brilliant. That's 200 euros. Fick. Um, oh, oh, I got one. I know, I didn't pick it as a VSP. I can't use it, damn it. Five cent It'd coin. probably... Yeah, it's probably the five cent coin. It's brilliant. Like, I'm trying not to pick that because it's the obvious one, like... Um, yeah, it's got to be the five cent coin, or, okay, if I was forced to pick something, I, I really enjoyed uh, your selection of the Joby GorillaPod, I think it's a great tool, it's it's so handy to use as a vlogging camera, you know, you can stick your camera in it, use it as a vlogging tool, you can strap it around a tree, you can use it as a tripod, which is what it's meant for, so it's got multiple uses, and I use it quite often then for microphones, to put a microphone on it and kind of hold it over here as an extension cable, so that's quite handy it's quite versatile so yeah the jabby grill up 5k is that a 3k that we have 3k, 3K. 3K. so yeah, yeah that's 3K. definitely under 100 euros. and now we're coming on to the last question from my main man my fellow scuba diver ivan donohue hi ivan thank you very much for dropping in your question really do appreciate it and it is the last question of the day so tripods he wants to know about tripods can you recommend one for sturdy use something light but strong rock steady etc
1: light and rock steady don't really go together as far as tripods go um Mm -hmm. the manfrotto 190 is a very good tripod for the price of what it is and what it can do the versatility of it it's kind of bulletproof you can put it through whatever i mean but at the same point you can't because it has what i don't like is the clips for uh, changing yeah. the heights. So that, that tripod with the twisty grips uh, would be an ideal tripod and is quite solid and not overly heavy. I mean, look, the weight you're going to have as well in a tripod is going to depend on the ball head. Uh, and you and I both know, I mean, look, we both have the uh, the Gitzo um, Mountaineer tripods. It ain't light. Yeah. Um, they are sturdy, absolutely. They are sturdy. But at the same point, you know you need to make sure you're thinking about the feet is one thing that i've learned as you know i want to get the spikes in regards to soft ground because it's there is going to be movement there unless you actually make direct contact with the ground so yes. rock solid yeah and they don't really go together but yeah they're from the ones i would suppose i've used anyway how about you
0: i'm going to pick a brand that i, I totally disrecommended dis- um from a budget point of view is the raleigh um absolutely hated the first tripod that I had from them. That was an absolute joke. My experience of having one was absolute joke. Hated it dealing with the distributor was an absolute joke. I've no time for the human being. And I've no problem sending the podcast out to the whole world. I really don't. Um but I have to say their mid-range tripods, the Raleigh, uh, Raleigh Rock Steady beta tripod. It's a carbon fiber tripod.
1: Yeah, that is a good tripod. It's,
0: it's absolutely brilliant and It'd be the one time, and look, call me petty all you want, but I would not buy it in Ireland. I'd be the one time that I would buy it in a different country, like an Amazon or eBay, and I've no problem saying it. I think it's a great tripod to get. It's rock solid, uh, hence its name. It's carbon fibre. It's light, but you don't get ahead with it, so you have to be prepared to buy a separate head also. So I think that tripod, love using it. Uh, never had a problem with it in any way, shape, or form but just don't buy the budget models of their cheaper range the travel tripods they're an absolute joke they'll lock up in your in the slightest bit of rain so yeah that'd be my uh, recommendation for a tripod so yeah hmm. yeah so listen-
1: this You know, they were great questions. Thank you very much to everybody for putting in the questions on Facebook and on Instagram. And, you know, some as well we received via mail as well directly. So it was great from that point of view. And, you know, Dermot, we've looked back on 100 episodes and, you know, a few people have asked us, what are we looking forward to for the next 100 episodes? I think it's going to be phenomenal. I think we can get better. We can get, you know, stronger at what we do and more accomplished at what we do. Um, And, like, if you dig back in regards to some of the guests that we've had on people that have that speak a lot not only just from a, a voice point of view, but even a video somebody comes to mind me is Blake and you know Blake 2000 mm. videos he's made and when he was on the podcast with us it was just rolling off his tongue it was perfectly fine and I think we'll probably end shame. up being in that way uh, hopefully not long from now if we're not there already yeah. but getting even better yeah. as we go on so 100 to 200 is going to be absolutely awesome I think yeah yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Thanks. I guess for everybody's sending in the questions, Dermot, any uh, any final thoughts on this centenary episode?
0: <laughs> it's just been so amazing, so emotional. Just, I mean, like, I love all you guys. I love all you guys. I mean, it's just been freaking amazing. The support that we get from everyone, the support we get from Cons, the support we get from Whelan's, our sponsors. Thank you so much to Hale Industries. They have backed us from the very start. I mean, they've been fighting our corner to get us here, get us there, get us these products to use and test. I mean, it's just been a roller coaster ride. Thank you very much, John Myler. I will never, ever forget what Absolutely. he's done for the podcast to get this thing up and running I mean he was an integral part of the team thank you very much to you Darren I mean you went above and beyond for the podcast a million times over I really do appreciate you being my running mate and my my best buddy for this podcast I mean it's just been amazing the trips that we've been on ah come here we could be here all day long but the most important people that we have to thank is the listeners and the supporters I mean like without them we wouldn't be even here Darren I mean it's just been amazing They keep us going every week without fail.
1: Yeah, I agree. And, you know, for me to summarise, I suppose, really exactly the same as you said. It's the people uh, that listen to the podcast week in, week out. You know, we could go make it and just you and I listening to it. That's not going to be much fun. Um, But I think, you know, I'd love for people to be able to share the podcast as wide as it can go. If you know anybody in photography, they don't have to be in Ireland. They can be anywhere in the world and they'd be interested to listen to you and I blabber on and get some people in to help us blabber on every so often, then share the podcast you know, far and wide. If you're not in the Facebook yep. group already, come join us in the Facebook group. Uh, you'll be asked a question, very simple answer. If you're not following us on Instagram, come follow us on Instagram. We're on all the channels, except for TikTok. You're going to be, the, you know, I'm too old for TikTok. I can't be like <sighs> Duxie, done with the kids. Uh, so, you know, you have to you have to be the one that goes on the TikTok there, you know, the TikTok, oh, yeah. the TikTok, the TikTok, the TikTok, the TikTok, the talk.
0: It's funny when you say the uh, down at the kids. Trish is watching Modern Family, and your man is like, oh, I'm, I'm down with all the things. I know exactly what to mean, like WTF, what the face, or whatever. <laughs> he broke my whole lap when he said it. LOL, yeah.
1: yeah, okay, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs>
0: everyone thank you very much for listening to the irish photography podcast i hope you really enjoyed this 100 episode of the irish photography podcast we'll be back next week with episode 101 where we'll be doing i have not got a clue but we'll be looking forward to it anyway thank you very much for tuning in guys hey yo it's the fault hey guys if you dig what you're hearing why don't you jump over to itunes spotify or wherever you get your podcasts Give us a 5 star rating and don't forget to share with your friends. With all that done, we'll see you next week. And remember, keep shooting.